second say something real quick nope i'm not uh ah uh, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> don't fucking up <clears throat> fuck exactly the wrong thing we've been right we're spending watching double or nothing again man watch it for all <sighs> okay, audio's good. Everything's good. What is going on, guys? What is going on? We are back again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Toronto mm -hmm. for real. Does <laughs> anybody want to watch Double or Nothing again? Dude, I was, um, I was busy today during Raw. Oh, so, man. so I told, yeah, so... I, so I told so I told Sir K that uh, now he gets the pleasure of telling me all this weird shit that happens on the Monday on Mondays oh. because that genuinely is one of my favorite parts when he doesn't watch Raw. I love uh, just telling him and I love seeing his live reaction to just the things that happen on this show. So he gets to do that with me tonight. I've seen a little bit of it. I seen I seen that Becky open the show. I I did come back and I did go back before we came on here and I did see Seth Rollins' little AEW jabs um, after uh, Double or Nothing. Which if WWE picked if WWE knew how to pick their spots, they would talk shit about AEW um, like the night after like Satnam Singh debuts or something. But they picked exactly. to do it right after. They put on a better pay-per-view than anything WWE will produce this year by far. Um, mm -hmm. it, it, WWE, they just, they never fail to make themselves look like idiots. Um, like I said, they are just horrible with picking their spots, bro. They pick the night after Double or Nothing to uh, take some AEW shots. 
Not exactly. a good night to uh, pick on AEW, man, considering that they just torched uh, anything that, like I said, anything that WWE will do this year. I've seen something with Mustafa Ali, uh, so I can't wait to hear about that. Um, yeah, any Judgment Day promo? No, not a promo, just a match. Just some uh, tag team action. Wink, wink. Uh, women action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> yeah. Tag team and we did see the tag team man himself. Actually, both of them are separately, really? of course. Becky looking like a fucking porn star. Well, not Becky. I guess it's uh, Damian Priest and Matt Riddle, man. I guess so. World's hottest tag team trains. at the moment. Yeah. The train runners. <laughs> um, Yeah, so. uh, Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, so anyway, before we get carried away, let me just get into this intro real quick, man. If this is your first time, uh, what is going on, guys? If this is your first time watching, man. You guys do not know how this show works. Every Monday, we are on here with Notorious Unscripted. Right after Monday Night Raw goes off the air. And every Friday, 4 p.m. Central, we are live with we are live with the news, man. Also, for the big four for AEW and for the big four... For well, the big five for AEW and the big four uh, for WWE minus Survivor Series. We are live on here with the review right after the show. Obviously, thank you guys. Uh, we had a great turnout last night for our Double or Nothing review. So, oh, hell yeah. uh, yes, I just, again, just want to express all the gratitude in the world I can to you guys, man, and uh, making this podcast a uh, just uh, furthering the growth of this podcast, man. So, Definitely love to all you guys, bro. Thank you guys for a, a fantastic turnout for a fantastic pay-per-view that was AEW's Double or Nothing last night. And, um, uh, yeah, man. So, yes, um, if, if you guys did miss this past Friday's edition of the news, AEW uh, Double or Nothing uh, 2022 predictions, Tony Khan wanting uh, possibly to bring AEW to Wrigleyville, um, and WWE moving Money in the Bank because of poor ticket sales. That is episode <laughs> 111. You can now find that on all platforms, man. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. If you want to see it first, like I said, Friday, 4 p.m. Central, on um, right here on YouTube, man. So, yes, also, um, the Double or Nothing review is not up on all platforms. I tried to get it earlier, man, but it told me that the video is not done rendering yet, so... As soon as that is able to be up, um, that will definitely be up for you guys. It was a fantastic review. One of the best reviews we've ever done on this channel, man. Uh, and it just keeps continuing to get better, man. Very enjoyable show and a kick-ass review to uh, follow it. So, Hell yeah, yeah, man. Um, if this is your first time, uh, well, actually, before we do that. Also, if you guys did not get the merch, man. You guys can now find the, the merch, bonfire.com. It is at the top of the description of this video, and it is also in the link tree to all my social medias, and you can find my handle right below my name, and my social medias are all in the description as well. Uh, yes, on my link tree, you can find it there, or like I said, at the top of the description of this video, bonfire.com. Uh, on the left, you got the Base Notorious Heels Podcast logo design, and on the right, you have the best kept secret to the IWC shirt, man. Super, super sick. Uh, if you guys did not have a chance to uh, pick those up, you guys uh, can now get those now. Those are live on Bonfire, man. Also, 
this is the first time watching you guys do not know who we are here at the Notorious Girls Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, we got my man Sir K here. How's it going, bro? It's going good, man. It's going good. Just chilling out, man. Chilling out. Got home today. Have a really great weekend, man. And other than that, man, got home, chill out. Had to endure an episode of Raw, man. But um, other than that, man, I've been good, man. I've been good. I've been chilling. Hubbler nothing was great. And just chilling, bro. I'm just waiting for Wednesday for that uh dynamite after double or nothing to see what happens, man. But bro, I'm pumped. I'm good. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. I'm good, man. And like Durante always asks, family's good, man. I'm doing great. What about you, Durante? What about you, bro? Um Yes. Uh yeah, bro. I'm good, man. Great, great, uh great weekend. Um, mm-hmm. we were talking about this, uh, on the car ride, uh, earlier today, but you, you, you said, um, you said to me, I always hate the raw after an AEW pay-per-view. And that is so oh. true because it brings you down to earth in such a horrible way. Like th- mm-hmm. they're honest. There is, there is no, there is no worse way to, uh, be brought down from an AEW pay-per-view than Monday, um, Monday Night Raw because you see professional wrestling that you really like and then you just get just knocked right down and it's just <laughs> like so bad it's Ugh. so bad I'm so happy I was uh, I, I was busy with it being Memorial Day today and happy Memorial Day to you guys as well man but yeah I mean thankfully I, I was able to uh, be busy on this Monday night and uh, not not get to watch Raw in its entirety, man. But normally, dude, they just not they hit you like a truck, bro. It, mm-hmm. You go from sitting up for five hours and you are intrigued for all five hours, and the next night you can't even do three, and you're just oh, sitting bro. there bored out of your fucking mind. It is awful. It's awful, Boring man. As hell. Yeah, it is uh, horrible, horrible to endure. But um. Yes, as Durante asked, man, he says, How, uh, how's the family and how is life? Well, man, thank you for asking, as always, my brother. Um, life is good, bro. Life is good. Family's good. And, uh, yeah, yeah, bro. Logan's here as well. What's going on, Logan? Fresh off uh, probably rewatching the Hookhausen match. Logan's uh, here. 24-7 uh, Rewind. Yeah, uh, Durante says, did you guys hear about Lee Moriarty and Jake Atlas? I did hear about uh, Mr. Jake. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. about Lee? Mm-hmm. Oh, bro. His, um, his one-year-old nephew oh, yeah. passed away in a, in a drive-by shooting. I did see that. I did. Okay. Fucking sucks, man. That's Fucking horrible, sucks. Man. Uh, you hate to see stuff like that. Uh, obviously, you guys know here, man, we're huge fans of Lee Moriarty, and I, I pray for him, man, uh, throughout this tough time. I can, I can only imagine, bro, when you have a, when you have nieces or nephews, man, man, you you know you know the, you know they aren't your kid, but man, it, it's it's a different it's a different kind of connection, man. I have a niece myself, exactly. and I love that little girl to death, bro. And if anything were to happen to her, man, I, I can only imagine, man, uh, bro. So. Yeah, I, I pray for him, man. I pray for him. I hope he gets through it, man. And I hope, um, I hope we can see him back as soon as he's ready to go, man. Cause it just sucks, bro. It, it really sucks. I, I ah, horrible, horrible. And then as for Jake Atlas, man, 
uh, no comment. <laughs> like, bro, what the fuck? J- hey, this Gallus. might be. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And and what shocks me too is, I didn't know that his boyfriend was Duke Hudson, and yeah. they have Duke Hudson as like this like male stripper on NXT 2.0 who was in a sexual relationship with Persia Parada, or whatever her name was, man. So, I don't know. It kind of blows my mind. Um, I did not know that. I did not know that. No, no one did. It was just revealed today. Shit's crazy, man. And then <laughs> the most important news of today, bruh, Matt Riddle, Damian Priest. The tag team. Good Lord. Tag team of the world, bro. Tag Truly, team champs. Bro. Um, yeah. So... Durante says, uh, Durante says, what kind of bullshit did Def Rebel cook up for Rhea Ripley? And then Logan yep. asked, did uh, Rhea Ripley change her song? Yes. Uh, yeah. I believe if her, if her song is the same song as when I heard it a couple weeks ago, it's her song, but sang by a dude. And it's it sounds awful. Like, you know, yeah. WWE has got this weird thing where, like, guys... They have a hard time with, like, guys coming out to songs sung by a female, which is another mm-hmm. reason why I'm glad Johnny Gargano never really hit the main roster, uh, even though they did end Well, they even ended up changing his song. Um, yeah. N- not the same song, but, I mean, it ended up being sung by a dude. But I, I feel like that was more of something that he wanted to do because of the heel turn. like, character change, yeah. Um, but, yes, Rhea Ripley's song is sung by a dude now, and... You know, I mean, sometimes WWE does it where they do the exact same song and they just <clears throat> change the the gender of the person singing it, which is kind of stupid. I mean, sometimes 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 you turn out a banger like Christian. Personally, I like Christian's song. I like his uh, his song that is sung by a dude better uh, than the one that's sung by a same. girl. But I mean, um, you know, it's just for real, Ripley, man. It sounds fucking horrible. It sounds awful. Her song's perfect. I don't understand. I don't understand why. Um, well, I don't. I don't it, understand why they it, would. Mm-hmm. It is a whole new theme song. Bye. It's not even the remix anymore. Wow. It's wow. just a generic ass new theme song. I couldn't even hear what the motherfucker was saying. There was something about brutality, and it was like a deep very deep voice and it just went into just fucking noise i swear to god it was just noise maybe that was the same song i heard maybe i just heard brutality it kind of sounded like her old one maybe it is no they it was it's a new song tonight it's a new debut of a song tonight yeah shit's Uh, ass bro well yeah i can't even understand it yeah so then the one i seen a couple weeks ago was Probably this, this, yeah, this is my brutality sung by a dude, and it was fucking awful. <clears> but I'm not sure what they gave her tonight, man. Obviously, Sir K is letting us know that it is ass, so that is uh, just great. <laughs> dude, I, I didn't even understand it. it was, I heard brutality in there. I heard that word, and I think like in the intro somewhere, and I heard it like a couple times, like two times in the song itself. But it sounded, you know, uh, Mikey Ruckus's Malachi Black theme, it was kind of like that. Oh. Just noise. 
noise with an occasional voice saying something. What was what, what what was he saying? No fucking clue. It was just a noise, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, Durante says, "I missed the show last night, but I did like the video as usual. My gift to y'all. Of course, thank bro. You, thank you, bro. Thank you. It it is okay." It is okay. We completely understand, man. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, we we know you're our guy, bro. We know you're our guy. Hell so yeah. we know you're always here, man. No. Uh, but, but yes, thank you for the like, bro, of course. Um, Logan says, I was watching the stream yesterday, but I passed out when you guys were talking about the anarchy in the arena. Hey, that yeah, it, it was a late stream, man. It was a late stream. Mm -hmm. I believe the show ended at, I want to say, like 1145-ish. Mm -hmm. So we were on here at, like, 1230 just setting the stream up making it as crisp as we can for you guys and uh that it was it turned out very crisp hell yeah huh. logan says he's very behind on everything happening in wwe absolutely man <laughs> absolutely hey what's up Gek? How, how's it going bro how's it going we've been good man we've been chilling how about yourself hell yeah man our boy Larry's here too. What's hey, up? Sir How Kate you, man? And Master Jonathan. How we doing today, fellas? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Uh I'm no good. complaints, man. No complaints. Other well, I didn't I was I was gonna tell you guys my usual joke, man, other than watching Raw, but I I was uh fortunate enough to miss Raw tonight and I'm happier than a pig in shit about it, man. I tell ya. <sighs> yep, fucking raw. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for all stopping by, bro. But, um, not really much to talk about on Dynamite, man. I mean, I mean, everything's kind of pointless at this point, being that, you know, double or nothing happened. So, nothing really other than Rapungi Vice and FTR being interrupted by Jeff Cobb and... What the hell was their names, bro? I can't remember their tag yeah. team name. Um, no clue. It was... Mm. Trying to look in the comments of the video. Uh, damn, what the hell? We got... Uh, Sir K and myself got to hear... Um, the Rapungi Vice theme song. Oh, so, hate that goddamn theme song. That is genuinely one of the worst <clears throat> theme songs. United Empire. That's what they're called. Uh, that's um, I, I don't know the other dude's name. I just know Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb is uh, Jeff Cobb is an asshole, but he's <clears throat> very good at what he does. Um, I, you know the beef. The beef lives on. That yep. Jeff Cobb made For me five, fucking yeah. pay to take a picture with him when I met him. I genuinely had to hand him a crumpled up $10 bill. Um, however, you know, the man is very good at his job. He is a very good professional wrestler. He has one of my favorite moves in, in the business, the tour of the islands. That shit Hell is sick, yeah. but he is an asshole. Let's not forget that narrative. Uh, that narrative will never go away until he gives me my fucking $10 back. Um, but regardless, regardless, Rapungi Vice... You know, everyone's favorite tag team. They're gunning for the Ring of Honor championships here. As, uh... They keep putting that dude on commentary from Ring of Honor. Mm -hmm. Of course, I can't remember his name. Um, 
I think it starts with like a C or something. It starts with a C. Something Campbell, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, something like that. He was just on Double or Nothing, too. He was. Um, Jesus. Oh, uh, what is his name? I'm going to look him up. I got to No. Caprice Coleman. That's there his name. Was. Dude, they keep putting him on AEW, man. And the more I hear him the more I want to see him on Dynamite, actually. I really mm -hmm. like his voice. Uh, he doesn't sound choppy, and he doesn't... He, he, he doesn't sound choppy, and he sounds like uh, he's actually in tune with the product as to where, you know, we all love JR, man, but you can't ignore yeah. the obvious. Um, just not guy, cut out for it. The guy just has... The guy just has, like conversations with himself as he's commentating mm -hmm. matches and it is just not good to hear at all but caprice coleman they keep putting caprice coleman on the uh on aew commentary uh for a lot of these roh matches and like Turkey just mentioned bro they had him on double or nothing i can't remember what segment they had him on for but oh, match. um was it they had him calling small joe match i think it might have been that match I think so. I think, I think so. I think Something it was like, that match. I, I think it was too. Yeah, because, you know, I think they That's wanted one. to have him there because uh, ROH, uh, yeah. Samoa Joe is the Ring of Honor TV champ. So, yeah, bro, they keep putting him on commentary, man, and it is uh, very good. Very good to hear. I like his voice. Um, but this match gets interrupted by United Empire. <laughs> And they start beating up Rapungi Vice no. um, and FTR. <laughs> they they start, Vice. yeah, absolutely, man. They start beating up Rapungi Vice and FTR, and yeah, man. I mean, we got three weeks till Forbidden Door, and we don't have a single thing announced. I'm assuming maybe we will see. If I'm I had to guess, maybe United Empire versus FTR. For Forbidden Door, because I can't see Tony Khan legitimately putting, or maybe a, a maybe a triple, triple threat Some tag team match. Um, An ROH tag team, uh, New Japan, and then FTR. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, absolutely. So, I could totally see that, man. <clears throat> but you know, I, I don't think Tony Khan would genuinely have the balls to put United Empire versus Rapungi Vice on the pay per view. I'm assuming no, God, that. No. Um, FTR has got to have some kind of role in this, so yeah. Um, yes, yeah. everybody, so true. They need Moro. They need Moro bad. Yes, bro. Yeah, Durante, man. We've been saying that. Deck Gex says it too, bro. Larry Look, says dude. it. Yeah, absolutely. The whole world says it. Absolutely, bro. Will Ospreay is in California right now. He called out <clears throat> Punk a few weeks ago. Yeah, and they're in uh, California yeah, Wednesday. this week. Mm -hmm. So, man. Dude, I'm thinking for Punk, we either see Punk versus Osprey, because that's literally been like a year long, uh, years mm -hmm. long of uh, Osprey and Punk going back and forth on Twitter. Or I think we'll see Punk versus Kenta, but I can't really see that happening because uh -huh. I don't really. Kenta's not really that, that popular, big. and 
I, I can see that being like a dynamite match more than we need to put this on a pay-per-view because they have the mm-hmm. same finisher type thing. Uh, I can't really see that as the case, but um, yeah, I totally, totally can see, uh, totally can see Punk versus Osprey. We know we're not oh, getting yeah. Osprey versus Omega. Apparently, he doesn't like him, but oh. um, you know, yeah. But that's that's that, man. That's that. So, uh, dude, we could. Fuck, man. I wish I was more in tune with New Japan nowadays. Um, yeah, I know. When all the when the Bucks and all those guys were there, I knew a lot of a lot of people on the roster, man. But ever since then, it's changed so much. Um, I mean, you have Osprey, Ibushi, mm-hmm. Naito, um, Tanahashi, Evil. Uh, oh. oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I mean that's for the most part people I know. God, obviously, all those guys, mm-hmm. but um pretty much the the only popular ones but it's going to be interesting what we can see um what we could see on this uh on this forbidden door card it's going to be very interesting man because at this point i have no idea i have no idea what to who knows man expect um yeah man not really much to go over on AEW dynamite to be honest after that most of the stuff is most of the stuff is forbidden door i mean um double or nothing Exactly, exactly, Dude, man. I, so, this whole weekend, I've been calling Double or Nothing anything but Double or Nothing. Full gear, forbidden door. The fuck? Uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, we did see the AEW debut of Gangrel. Gangrel oh, was yeah. on Dynamite. Um, That was pretty cool to see him as the Matt and Nick were um, cosplaying the Hardy Boys. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much that, dude, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, man, I'm just, I'm just pumped, for, I'm pumped for this episode of Dynamite, bro, I wonder, oh, yeah. I wonder if there's going to be anybody that is, uh, going to be a new signing, you know? Dude, who um, knows? Could be anybody, could be yeah. anybody, I don't expect any women, since we got Athena on the pay-per-view, but, um, I could see Cesaro. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? Deronic <clears throat> says, "Give me Danielson versus Zack Saber Jr. after Pinedor. That would be fucking heat, bro." Mm-hmm. He's another one. He's another one in New Japan that I, that is I am uh, familiar with. No yep. of. Respectfully, Speedwise CM Punk is not going to keep up with Osprey unless they slow it down. Ah, uh, yeah, That's I will true. say that. I will say that. Um. Yeah, and then Logan, Logan's been saying this for a while, to be honest, bro. It's a very good idea. She said JR needs to do pay-per-views, and Mauro Ranallo needs to come in and do weekly TV. Yes, bro, Mauro Ranallo, dude, the way that man can get your commentary, uh, or the way that it's man can, over. dude, he he's done it for so many. He's done mm-hmm. it for literally so many guys, bro. Um... Towards the end of his run, man, he even got Damian Priest over. Not to mention the Garganos and Champas, Velveteen Dream, Alistair Black, Lars All Sullivan, those guys. Undisputed. Uh, D- Killian Dane, um, AOP, Paul Ring. I mean, he literally was a huge, a very intricate part in getting all of those guys over to begin with. Um, mm-hmm. 
I mean, we heard the reports back then of Tommaso Ciampa saying, uh, you know, you're doing for me what Jim Ross did for Austin. And it's so true. It's mm-hmm. so true, man. I mean, Mauro Ronaldo is uh, so needed in, in uh, AEW. And uh, I, I wish, I wish <clears throat> they would hurry up and notice that. Because I know. He is he is he is so needed and he can he can add so much so much to to that brand um and in terms like I said man I I can only imagine what he can do for the talent that they have uh, the Darbies uh, the Punks the Hangman's Omega um, Lee Moriarty the littler guys even Hook man I mean it's just. Morrow is great, man. Morrow is great, but um, uh, yeah. Oh, shit, I don't even know that. Mar- Apparently, Mayweather hired Morrow as his personal commentator for any of his matches. That's nuts. Really? He's that good, man. He's that fucking good. Wow. <clears throat> That's oh, nuts. Not to <clears throat> mention, Mar. One of the one of the most. And speaking of boxing, one of the most impressive things. Mar Mar Ronaldo can ever do. Mar Ronaldo is so good. This man got Jake Paul over in a boxing ring. The way he was commentating for Jake Paul, I can't remember which fight it was, but, dude, obviously, you know, Jake Paul, Jake Paul is a figure that, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people love to hate type deal. Mm -hmm. So, Mar Ronaldo genuinely got this man over he was commentating on the Tommaso Ciampa levels of amazing for Jake Paul and he made him look like a million bucks if that doesn't tell you anything about Mauro Ronaldo's commentary I don't know what does man um he's fantastic he is truly fantastic bro I I would absolutely love to see him in AEW and more Morrow is so good when he left NXT, that was almost as bad as Johnny Gargano leaving NXT. It oh, was it, it that was the soul. Yes, Part it took so much out of that show. Uh that was around the time that was around the time I stopped watching on, on a weekly basis, man. Um or oh, at least same. keeping up with it. Uh was when Mauro Ronaldo left NXT because my God, man! I mean, you take his voice away, and 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 what do you have, really? Nothing. Um, it's it's ah, it sucked. It sucked for that brand, and it was a huge part of them rebranding as as a whole, man. Is because losing Morrow, man, made nothing feel the same at all. No, God, no. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so what's the dumbass Cody up to? Well, <laughs> I guess I, I guess that leads us into our next topic because, being that we really have no AEW to talk about, man, I guess we can. Uh, well, let me see if anything happened on SmackDown. I don't remember. <laughs> that show was so bad. I remember we were laughing at it. That's all I remember. It's just us yeah. laughing at the show. Yeah, me and you did. Oh, there was the Usos promo. Yeah, which oh, yeah, <clears throat> which is uh, honestly. I can genuinely, if I'm watching the show with you, I can mm-hmm. genuinely sit through a main roster show because yeah. 
for the most part, me and you kind of just laugh at the shit and just make mm-hmm. things ten times funnier than they really are. And it's absolutely hilarious. But, uh, yeah, on SmackDown, nothing really happened other than the Usos cutting a, a pretty good promo. It was a very good babyface promo. But uh, just thanking the people for sticking with them through the 10 years, man. And then they just switched and did and the heel shit on their own promo. Like, oh, no, we didn't need any of you. <laughs> We're heels. Lame as hell, bro. I hate those promos. Yeah, I mean, dude, like, you've been around for 12 years. Like, the promo they cut was perfect. It was absolutely mm-hmm. perfect. And it genuinely would have tied into the narrative that Roman Reigns is delusional. Um, and that yep. is kind of his character. And the Usos, deep down, do have uh, hearts still. And they're not just Roman Reigns robots. And, exactly. And, and then once they switched it and just showed off their heel nature. Um, it was just lame as hell. It, it was just like, okay, very formulaic. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, also we've seen Max do pre. Pre. <laughs> Breathe. Get the fuck out of here, man. Um, be released. <laughs> released. <laughs> um, um, we get uh, <clears throat> the SmackDown debut of Ludwig Kaiser, <laughs> and it looks like Gunter is going to be facing Ricochet for the IC title. Uh, who cares? The New Day yeah. built up the whole night. This was genuinely one of the funniest parts of the show. They oh, built bro. up the whole night that they had this crazy mm-hmm. mystery tag team partner. Oh my god, I, I genuinely, I genuinely can't, I, I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine the people in the audience, bro. The whole night, the New Day's building up that you know they got a mystery partner for the brawling brutes. Mm. the brawling brutes man they got this mystery partner for them and it literally ends up being drew mcintyre and these three morons are in the ring acting shocked as fuck like he ain't there every week they're like all they're like all pissed off like dude sheamus and drew mcintyre have a beef like Like, bro what like they were hyping it up like it was a fucking signing or some shit or a call up it's just fucking Drew who's been on the roster for fucking years now. <laughs> Lame as hell, bro. Uh, that shit was really hilarious. Is. It really is, man. But uh, oh, then we shit. get the Raquel Rodriguez smiling saga. Bro, her ass did not stop smiling, bro. Her ass looked like a fucking like a cult member, the way she was just smiling. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. But, but yeah, I guess that leaves us with Raw, man. Nothing else happened on SmackDown. Uh, nothing at all. So, yeah, man. Take it away. Blow my mind. Right. Oh, yeah. And then, uh... oh, my God. Is that his huh. nickname? WWE uploaded something on their YouTube. <laughs> referring to this person as... Skyscraping Shanky. Good lord. Oh, they gave Omos a nickname, too. Oh, damn, I think I forgot it already. Oh, they gave Omos a new nickname. It's like... Oh, and then they giant. No, it was something like that. But he was in, it was goofier. 
it was like, oh, damn it. I'll have to. Damn it. I forgot it, but it was funny as hell. Hmm. Yeah, man. Right. Yeah, blow my mind. Take it away. So the show opens with none other than Becky coming out. So uh, <sighs> Becky comes out. Um, it, the show didn't even like start. It got through the little, you know, intro. And the instant the camera turned on, she her theme song then started up for like 10 seconds already. So they didn't even like just stop and play. Her theme song was playing by the time it was on air. So she just walks out. Now, we've seen her look bad. That was one of her less horrible little attires she does. It wasn't fucking last week's or the week's before. Still looks stupid as hell, bruh. But she gets on the mic, bruh. And she starts to explain how she gave the title to Asuka as a plan because she knew the whole time she could beat Asuka. So when she came back, she knew Asuka would have the title and that she could just beat her for it. But it didn't go that way. So she still won anyway against Bianca Belair. And she was so, she said that her plan was to hold it forever. Like she's been saying, man, she's bringing up all these people, and Asuka comes out. Asuka's talking about, you're not ready for Asuka, Bianca's not ready for Asuka, I'm ready for the both of you, making her fucking jump and yeep and do her little Asuka thing. <laughs> fucking, uh, I, dude, I hate how they make Asuka act, bro. They make her act like a damn fool, bro. She was jumping and fucking speaking... Japanese, but all like goofy, like hated it, <clears throat> hated it, man. Then Bianca comes out, and she's talking about how she respects Asuka, but she's gonna beat her at uh, Hell in a Cell, and now she has a triple threat because of Becky and just a whole bunch of garbage. Bro, and then they start arguing. Uh, Becky and Bianca start arguing about with each other about their feud. And Asuka's just standing there. And then it was announced. And I think it was technically already announced. But match between Asuka and Bianca. With Becky on commentary. And the, the match happens. It, it wasn't bad. I didn't really pay much attention to the match itself. So it wasn't terrible from what I saw. Or what I paid attention to, man. Um, and even though. Asuka's just in this triple threat to lose. She lost tonight, obviously, man. And Becky on commentary is like the worst thing ever. I hate it. That's awful. <clears throat> Literally, Horrible. bro. It was so bad. Bro, I don't know what Becky talked to. Literally, whether it's Cody, whether it's Becky, whether it's Asuka, these people just talk now. There is like no goal to their promos. It's just them talking, and I hate their. I hate WWE promos as of late. I'll have the same problem with Cody when I talk about his ass, yeah. but they just talk. They don't yeah. advance the feud. They don't advance no. storytelling. They just they were just talking. Like, like <clears throat> when you watch, and you know, I I didn't uh, obviously I didn't get a chance to watch tonight. Uh, that's probably mm -hmm. a good thing, but. Um, you know, like, as of late, like, you notice that with WWE, like, after you watch a promo from, like, uh, 
um, like like the first Wardlow promo, the one yeah. where the first one where he said this is Wardlow's world or um, AEW is now Wardlow's world. That one really good promo <laughs> that he had um, right before uh, MJF kind of shut him up. Uh, like you what you listen to a promo like that and you feel like something is accomplished. You feel like you've taken mm-hmm. another step in the feud. But, exactly. I mean, yeah, you like from what I watched of Cody's promo as well, man. It it's like the same shit with WWE. They just have him speaks like nothing gets accomplished except for, you know, just a couple AEW jabs and him yep. just talking <clears throat> about how he's gonna fight Seth on Sunday, and it just does nothing. Well, another thing about Becky, two more things she mentioned, bro. First of all, she called herself the magician. What does that sound like? The wizard. <laughs> uh, and then she called herself God because she's a mother, but she called herself the magician. And I was like, chick, lady, can you like, I get you watch AEW. Can you not directly fucking copy them 24-7, bro? Uh, somebody's got to tell that to Edge. Yeah, oh, bro. Be a part of AEW so bad. Yeah, man. Well, wishes he was on that roster, and so does Becky. At least she's fucking talking, calling herself the magician. Why? What does that accomplish, man? But that's how the show started. And then the next thing that happened was awesome. It was <laughs> oh, it was an amazing opening. Sounds awesome. And then the next thing that happened was an Ezekiel and the Mysterios match oh. versus KO and Alpha Academy. Um, it was just a match, bro. Um, they called, I don't know how long they've been calling him this, but they called Otis a tree trunk. Oh, they yeah. Yep. The big tree trunk, I guess. Yep. Um, just all that, just that little storyline, just having a match together. Uh, I don't, I don't remember who won. All I remember at the end of this match was KO threw a fit at the commentary table and I think like broke all their shit. I think he, like, smacked their drinks out of the fucking commentary table and shit, screamed, and then just walked away. And I was just thinking, bro, this man could be in AEW right now. Yep. But, but he's throwing a fit at the commentary table for Ezekiel being Elias. <sighs> you, and then, did you hear... <clears throat> Who said it, man? It might have been Road Dog and someone else mm-hmm. said. They said um, oh, Kevin that. Owens and Sami Zayn were hard to work with backstage. I heard that, bro. That, I smell cap, bro. I smell nothing but cap. Hundred percent. I and even if they are, can you blame them? They exactly. end up staying with the company for this shit. Not the right move, bro. Not Mm-mm, the right move man. at all. Yeah, I mean, I can totally see why they're upset, man. I mean, they probably were promised uh, at least halfway decent booking, and they, you know, signed the contract, and here they are. I mean, it is their fault, man. I mean, how's that $3 work uh, Or $3? How's that $3 million working out? Exactly, bro. Uh, when you're exactly. uh, having a fit over uh, Ezekiel being <clears throat> called Elias, or Ezekiel, Elias being called Ezekiel. Literally, bro. Shit's lame as hell, man. And 
they're he's they're difficult to work with the same way Wyatt was to them and Punk yeah. was and all these people that just speak up and be like, no, nah, that shit's garbage. Same way Mox was. It's bullshit, bro. Exactly. exactly. And then after that was the good old Cody Rhodes promo. Um, you just hear <laughs> wrestling has more than one royal family. And, you know, it starts up. He fucking comes out there. Don't you mean, don't you mean America's only family? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Good Lord. Yeah, bro, he fucking comes out there. He, he, and I genuinely don't remember what he said. I remember what Seth said. But with Cody, bro, he was, like I said, with Becky, bro, was just saying stuff, bro. He was just talking about, um, fuck, what the fuck did he talk about? Um, hell did he say, bruh? Hold on. Okay, I, I don't, he, what the fuck did Cody say, man? Dude, he was just talking, talking about Seth, talking about Seth? Just talking about their little feud, bro. Talking about um, he got the call for Mania, and that he heard that it was Seth, and or he was chosen for Seth, and he was just ready for the match at WrestleMania, ready to come back versus Seth, and that's all I remember is just talking about how he got the call and that he learned it was going to be a set set versus Seth at Mania, and that that's all I remember from Cody, bro. How does how does Cody have the most forgettable promos every week yeah, in wrestling, bro? He does. I don't remember for the last like three weeks. I don't remember any of his promos. They're that forgettable. And then Seth no comes fire. out. No fire, bro. No fire. Seth comes out. He's in the crowd, walking down the fucking uh, stairs in in the crowd. Wonder what that's a reference to. Wearing this goofy ass outfit. And he starts talking about how um, he absolutely hates Cody because he went on his own and he tried and he created a thing. He just said like he created the thing. Um, he created something that tried to kill what Seth was creating in WWE. Yeah, I That's got what he the. Said. I got the quote here. Let me see. Oh, here God. it is. You left six years ago, and then mm-hmm. you and your little friends tried to tear down what I built here. And when that didn't work, you came back. And then he said something. He went on to say a little bit more. And then he yeah. says, you don't get to take a sledgehammer to the throne mm-hmm. and then come back and try to take the throne away from me. And Cody... The whole time he's saying that has just got this look on his face like he's so disgusted that Seth just said this 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 yucky to him. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's bro. looking and man, Cody, if that is the look on your face now, just wait until you just get wait. in a feud with Roman Reigns. Oh, oh um, bro. Between him and Paul Heyman, they are going to tear that ass to shreds, bruh. If he thinks the age, if he thinks Seth's 
AEW reference is bad. This is another guy who, uh, nine times out of ten, if he had the choice which roster to be a part of, you'd know damn well he would choose to be uh, Tyler Black again. Oh, you know um, it. You know it. I mean, and, and for the record, like I said, man, WWE picks literally the worst nights to try to take digs at AEW. You're going to do this after the night after Double or Nothing and then proceed to put on what I heard was a boring-ass Monday Night Raw. I mean, dude, get out of here. And Cody and his little friends tried to tear down what Seth built. Well, Seth, do you want to go ahead and explain to everybody why one of your little friends is one of the biggest parts of AEW? One of your old stable mates, Mr. John Moxley? You want to go ahead and explain that? Come on, bro. You watch AEW every week. You you ain't bullshitting anybody. We know you want to be a part of that roster just as bad as Mr. Adam Copeland does. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but get out of here. Fucking, uh, media comp, uh, media fucking scrum last night on Twitter live. Come on, bro. We caught him on. up on live, bro. He, he was caught up on live joining the shit at WWE Rollins joined. Come on, bro. <laughs> Come on. And Oh, fuck. What was I going to say about fucking Seth and Cody? Oh, bro. With all this shit Cody's been doing, like you just said, Seth is like, Seth is easy. You know, Roman's going to be ten times worse than Seth for Cody. Because because Seth is an indie guy. At heart, yeah. You know, if it seems completely ridiculous when a guy like Seth makes an AEW jab or... For example, it would be completely ridiculous if you were to hear like an AJ Styles take a shot or a Finn Balor or a Kevin Owens. But wait, man, Roman Reigns, Mr. Football, uh, WWE lifer, dude, wait a minute. Oh my God. If you think Seth, if you think Seth, if that is the look on his face after Seth Rollins is taking jabs at AEW, I cannot wait to see the look on his face when Roman Reigns is going in on uh, his, um, I can only imagine what he's going to say, his little company with his little friends or... Mm-hmm. All the shit I'll say, bruh. All the shit. And one promo, one promo uh, off, you could say, or one promo matchup I really want, I want Cody to be in front of with a mic to John Cena, bro. John Cena... Will oh. kill Cody Rhodes, bro. With the heel stuff, come on, bro. That that's Cena's, like, that Cena's like gold right there. He like, he could tell fucking Cody that he left for not turning heel because he didn't want to turn heel. But bro. Cena spent what ten thousand with a new theme song and bro. merch and whatnot. Bro, he'll destroy his ass, bro. He'll destroy that. <laughs> John Cena. Bro, I could just imagine Cena telling Cody, when the people hated me, I stood here and he rose above it. And now everybody loves him. But when Cody got the hate, <laughs> he ran away. He ran Bro, away. John Bro. Cena, who is one of my goats on the mic, probably mm-hmm. my goat on the mic, John Cena would tear this man's ass <laughs> to shreds over 100%. the heel turn stuff because it's true. 
When yeah. Cena was hated, he stood there and he took it he like took a man, it. and he rose above it eventually. And now everybody loves and appreciates John Cena. But when Cody was hated, John Cena yeah. did that shit for fucking years, bro. Years, years. ten ten years of getting booed out of the building. Everybody hates you. This and that, oh, man. Everybody just guy. exactly. Cody Rhodes. Couldn't deal with the shit for a year and a half, and he had to run away. John Cena, give me that. God, <laughs> that's give what me I that, want, bro. I John really Cena want versus that. Cody Rhodes on the mic. Oh, you kill that man, bro. I wish. I hope we could get something like that, bro. I really could. Oh Lord. And the best part is, Cena was down for the heel turn too. He paid for shit because he thought he yeah. was gonna get it. Yep. And it, it, it didn't happen because company shit, but with Cody, he was literally all Cody. And a great thing about Roman that he could bring up is Roman wanted the heel turn the whole time, too. And he he did it. But with Cody, it's not that the company didn't want, didn't want it. It was Cody. <laughs> so they could just, oh, bro, I'll bake the shit out of that man for that. I can't wait until after this feud with Seth till he gets in some real, like, lifers. I can't wait, bro. They'll destroy that, man. You know what? And this happens a lot in WWE. And when I say a lot, I mean a lot. Mm -hmm. If Cody Rhodes is slated to win the Royal Rumble, this man better pray. And I mean pray that there isn't some superstar having a meteoric rise that everybody wants to see win the Royal Rumble. Because... (laughs) Because no, no, because it happens like this in WWE mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. When you look back, but Bati- what was the premise of Batista's run? Mm-hmm. People wanted to see Roman Reigns win the Royal Rumble. Not even that they wanted to see Roman Reigns; they didn't want to see him, pretty mm-hmm. much. Actually, as a matter, no, um, no, that year, that year. I think people want to see Daniel Bryan win the Royal Rumble that year too. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, cause I believe that was the one that no, that was 2015. That was 2015. Well, anyway, nobody wanted to see Batista win the Royal Rumble. I can't remember who it was. I know 2015 for sure was Daniel Bryan, but 2014 was either Roman Reigns or Daniel Bryan. But I don't know if it was Roman Reigns because he was just the last guy in there. And people wanted, mm-hmm. people just didn't want it to be Batista, <clears throat> or what it was. But nobody wanted Batista to win. When Batista won, people threw shit fits, man, and it ruined his whole run. His mm-hmm. whole entire run was ruined because of that Royal Rumble. One year later, one year later, Roman Reigns is the guy, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted the guy to be Daniel Bryan. If it wasn't for that instance and Roman Reigns being in the wrong place at the wrong time, people probably, people would have grown to hate him, but it wouldn't have been that fast. No, it really wouldn't have been that fast. This man better hope, and I mean hope. For example, I'm just going to use him as an example. He better hope Braun Breaker doesn't get to the main roster and everybody loves him. Everybody wants to see him win the uh, win the Royal Rumble. Everybody wants to see him challenge Roman Reigns, because if Cody wins it, that is the turning point in WWE for a lot of people, 
And mm-hmm. if they don't want to see Cody win, they might want to see Cody win now. But the problem is, we are seven months away from the Royal Rumble. Are these people gonna? Are these people gonna be as passionate about Cody Rhodes getting that world title shot in seven months? Maybe they will be, but maybe they won't. And you better hope they are, because if he, they're not, he's fucked. That is the turning point for so <clears throat> many people in WWE. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns' babyface rise was absolutely fucked because he was in the wrong place at the wrong time and everybody wanted to see Daniel Bryan win the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. Didn't happen. It was Roman Reigns and the people shit on him for it. Because when WWE pushes in your face, this is the guy for so long, WWE fans get sick of that, bro. They do. Mm -hmm. As much as we do as well, they ain't innocent. They ain't no. innocent. As much as they wanna, as as much as they wanna make fun of uh, the AEW fans or anything like that, they do the shit too, and they Thanks will turn their home. back on him so fast. So and like mm-hmm. I said, he better hope there isn't some superstar meteoric from world. NXT or even somebody on the main roster right now that's having a meteoric rise, and everybody's like, "Oh, he's got to be the one to beat Roman," because if Cody's put in that spot where he's at the wrong place at the wrong time, they're going to turn on him, and he's going to get pissed off again, and he's going to want to leave, and what's he going to do? Go. What is he What is he going to do, man? Is he going to have a bitch to... fit on WWE mm. for the next year of his contract, or is he going to Is he gonna want to go back to AEW now? Is he going to want to go do the indies? Is he going to want to go to Hollywood? I mean, until they, they don't like him. Competition. <clears throat> Doesn't make sense, man, but he better hope. He better hope that uh, everybody wants to see him win the Royal Rumble in seven months. Because mm-hmm. I believe people want to see it now. Oh, yeah. You better hope but... they still feel that way in seven months, man, because if anybody has some kind of meteoric rise, or not even that, if mm-hmm. WWE pushes for the next seven months, this is the guy. There's a chance WWE will fuck him up fast. Oh, yeah. So he, he better hope and pray, man, that... He's still liked by Royal Rumble. If he's not, he he's next Roman to them. And at that point, WWE fans can't stand him. AEW fans can't stand him. Might as well just go do politics, bro. Because I don't know what the fuck you want to do. <clears throat> good old good guy. I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, that's a lot I don't of people. Know what he says. It's so true. Wrestling has only one royal family. Will be so irrelevant when Braun comes in. That's true. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, it doesn't. Exactly, man. It doesn't. It doesn't make. It doesn't make sense, bro. I don't know. I don't know what this guy's thinking. Uh, he's not going to be able to be good guy, white meat, baby face, and be loved for it. He's got to understand, bro, if you want to do this, if you want to John Cena this shit, and you can't handle booze, this most likely is not the gimmick for you. This most likely is not the character that you need to be portraying, because Cena wanted to go that route. Well, Cena didn't want to go that route. The company wanted Cena to go that route, and he fully embraced it. Mm -hmm. Fully embraced it. Um, With Cody Rhodes, you know once those booze start coming, he fucking hates it. He hates oh, he's it pissed. so much to where he would come on AEW television and say, I hear you, but I really don't give a fuck. 
He pretty much has said that multiple times on AEW television. To mm-hmm. those of you guys booing, I hear you, but I will never turn. And I will never turn my back because you guys cheered when I needed you most. And all his stupid bullshit, man. Like, motherfucker, just turn heel. What's Bro, the problem? That's all you needed to do. It's the only thing you needed to do to get the money and the fans. This and man, genuinely, could <clears throat> be AEW champion right now. Oh, easily. But... He doesn't want to turn heel. I don't get it, bro. No better storyline for Adam Page to lose that championship than heel Kill Cody him. Rhodes. Mm-hmm. And he squandered it for a program with Seth Rollins, and to be quite honest, two world championships, and neither of them mean a fucking thing at this point. Literally, bro. Literally. You might as well call them the Roman Reigns. World Heavyweight Championships. Might as well, bruh. Might as fucking well. <sighs> Goddamn Cody. Fucking Cody. <sighs> fucking yeah. Cody, man. Yeah, man. Anything else did you anything else you had to say on this, man? <clears throat> on Cody, man. Nah, who said everything, bruh. Man. Uh Cody. He he could be screwed, bruh, and I have a feeling he might be. I mean, his good guyness with his, with the way with the way his personality is and how much he dislikes being booed, it, it eventually is go it eventually is going to bite him in the ass, man. It eventually is going to bite him in the ass, and he's he's literally going to walk himself into a corner at every company he goes to because fans start booing him because nobody really buys it. Like, dude, embrace your homelanderness. Like, Bro, please. Come on now. But uh, as for Seth, man, dude, you, you ain't bullshitting anybody. We know how bad you want to be a part of this roster. You're, exactly. Uh, and like I said, man, telling Cody that him and his buddies, again, uh, why is your buddy there since, you know, uh, a couple of your buddies, as a matter of fact, why are yeah. uh, why are your buddies over there if it's, um, you know, if they're, if they're trying to tear you down so bad? That's why your old ROH buddies there, too. Exactly. Exactly, man. I mean, it makes no sense, man. Come on, Seth. We know you were watching that damn media scrum. <clears throat> exactly. And Seth likes to talk about in this little feud how, you know, NXT a lot, how, you know, D- Dusty was there for him and believed a lot in him. What happened to all those other guys in NXT that Dusty believed in? Where are they now? Hmm. Where <laughs> are they? Where are they, bro? Adrian Neville, uh, FTR, um, you know, where, where's Sasha Banks at, you know? Yeah, where is she, man? Does she want to be in the big leagues right now? Or she want to be somewhere even bigger? Come on, bro. Fucking, yeah. I like how the funniest part of this feud is Cody being pretty much irrelevant in, the, in his own feud. And Seth just being funny because of how much of a liar he is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I don't believe a word that man says. I don't either, dude. I mean... Jabbing at AEW. We, yeah, we know... Bro, like, bro, I'm gonna need to see, I'm gonna need to see that bank account, bro. I guarantee you there'll be a charge on May 29th from Bleacher from Report Beer. for $50. Mm-hmm. Come uh, on, you Seth. Know, I'm gonna need to see that bank statement, bro. Come I on, see bro. this shit. I, I know what you're doing. 
Come on. Honestly, you you ain't bullshitting anybody, bro. You want to be a part of that roster just as bad as Edge does. Come on, and half the fucking roster, man, that's waiting politely for their contracts to come up or to get off suspension. Come on, bro, now. Bro was up at one in the morning watching the media scrum, bro. Come on. He had to be at Don't Raw the next day and shit. Come exactly, on. Exactly, bro. Man, you, you're not lying, bro. You can't lie to me. Well, yeah, that, that was... Mm-hmm. Come on. The more... The more Seth, the more Seth becomes a gatekeeper wrestler, we'll see how we'll see how irrelevant AEW is to him. Mm-hmm. I can totally see him being one of the bigger names to go. Oh, I, I could see it. I could genuinely see it. Yeah, I mean, we know this shit ain't irrelevant to you. Again, I'm gonna need you to pull up that bank statement, bruh. I'm gonna see if you got any Bleacher Report charges on there, because you know you will. Because you are lying, bruh. You want to he's be a part of that asshole. so bad. Oh, you know it. He's probably asking Cody. Hey, uh, how was it over there? Uh, yeah, how was it over there? Uh, can can I have uh, Tony Khan's number? Any <laughs> chance? I just want to he's... talk to him. I heard he's a wrestling fan. <laughs> you know it, bro. You know it. Uh, how 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 was uh how's Punk doing? <clears throat> uh, how's how's, how's how... Brian doing? Yeah, how, how's Mox? Tell him I love that theme song. Come on, bro. That theme song goes crazy, man. Come on. Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, they were were cutting their promo, man, and then they just ended up just arguing into a pull-apart brawl. You know, WWE and their pull-apart brawls. And it ended on the stage. Cody was pulled. I think it was Cody that was pulled, you know, by the stage, and then Seth was pulled by the uh, ring, or it could have been either way. It was just a pull-up art brawl. best part about the pull-up art brawl was uh, you got to see Michael McGillicuddy himself in a suit. The genesis of McGillicuddy come up. Uh, It was just a pull-up art brawl in that little segment, man, and they just teased their uh, match on a match on, what is it, Sunday? I think it's Sunday pay-per-view, actually. Wow, for that one, so. Yes, it is. Becky Lynch just Mm. tweeted out her line that she said on Raw. I'm a magician. I made Mm -hmm. her title disappear in 26 seconds. Yep. (sighs) Man, can you make make a lot of these WWE contracts disappear in 38 seconds, bro? God (laughs) damn. Yeah, man, but... Yeah, Hell in a Cell, man. Oh, who's excited for that? Oh, man, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to receive the notifications to all network. The fuck, man? I got the morning that day, so unfortunately uh, I'll be free for it. <laughs> Damn, bro. I think I'm closing. Or, like, buy a close, like, 12 right. to 9 or some shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, yep. And then after that, uh, after the Cody and Seth segment, it, we got uh, Bliss and Dewdrop. Uh, Dewdrop won because apparently Bliss has gone soft and changed her tactics as a baby face now. Um, that's a, that, that was a thing. Uh, nothing, nothing other to say to that than Dewdrop won against Alexa Bliss. And then segment after that was a Miz segment. Would you want to guess what the Miz segment was? Hmm, let me guess. <laughs> was it a Miz 
TV? Yes. Wow. I really? You, yeah. I wonder wow. how you guessed it, man. I know. It was a hard one. It was tricky. I thought it was a trick, I thought it was a trick question at first. <laughs> Miz nope. TV. Can't, wow, I can't believe it. Oh, yeah, man. And Another so, great episode? or? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Well, oh. at least I will say, technically, this Miz TV segment didn't really start. Um, Miz came out, you know, doing his little Miz thing. He starts talking about how this episode of Miz TV is dedicated to his wife. Because Miz and Mrs. is about to have their fucking third season or whatever the hell. And in the middle of them talking, Street Profits come out because they were going to be one of the guests. But they interrupt them. Those two come out and they just start roasting the Miz for like three minutes. Uh, they just start talking to each other about the Miz. Miz gets pissed off. He says, you know, I'm the Miz. You know who I am. I done this and this and this and... Um, and then, in the middle of their Miz TV segment, 24-7 title shenanigans run out, um, Tamina runs out, or Dana Brooke runs out, and I think Tamina pins her, wins the fucking, uh, 24-7 title, she kisses Akira Tozawa, and then he pins her to win the 24-7 title, and that was Miz TV. It was literally interrupted by 24-7 title shenanigans. Uh. <laughs> it didn't even start. We I don't even think Maurice was there. They just fucking referenced her. She was about to come out, and then everything got interrupted. So, that was Ms. TV, bruh. Literally got interrupted by 24-7 title shenanigans. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, you missed some good, good stuff. Oh, yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. bro, it was so bad. And, bro, I don't like Street Profits, bro. They were, like, they were just standing there just saying shit about the Miz, bro. <laughs> bro, fucking Larry. Fucking Larry. <laughs> 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 with the glasses. <laughs> Jesus. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Wardlow's one of my favorites on AEW. Real Thanks, shit, man. bro. Anyone with black hair and a beard, you look alike, bruh. You look like Roman, you look like Wardlow. Goddamn, bruh. Yeah. That's what they say. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm hearing around the streets nowadays. Hey. Alright, man. Tell me what uh, fantastic television happened next. Can't wait to hear. And then next, man, we got All right, the quality, right. USA title qualifying match between Champa and Mustafa Ali. If Mustafa wins, he gets a shot at the U.S. title. So they start their match. You know, and um, theories on commentary, by the way. That, that'll come into play. So, mm -hmm. so WWE is doing a qualifying match mm -hmm. on television. Mm -hmm. After they told Mustafa Ali last week that since he lost his handicap match, he wasn't getting a U.S. title shot. Yep. They put... All right. And then they, right. Just made, they just made this match. They announced it, and then it started happening. Okay. So, in the middle of the match, it goes on for like five minutes, cut to commercial, come back from the commercial, match is still happening. And then Austin Theory, middle of commentary, drops the headset, 
runs over and starts attacking Mustafa Ali. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even have back. a fucking winner for the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh Sick my god! And then, fucking, and then he attacks Mustafa Ali. Right. He grabs the mic, and Mustafa Ali, while he's on the ground, he said, "You know what? I'll give you a U.S. title shot right now." And they cut to commercial again. Sure. They come back, and then uh, they're like setting up the match. And then the ref kept asking Mustafa Ali, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure? Stop saying yeah and shit. They wait, start wait, the match. Hold on a minute. <clears throat> yes. So this so this dumb motherfucker, after fighting Tommaso Ciampa, the ref is clearly giving him an option. So he wins... <laughs> okay, so he wins the match... Dude, this is how fucking dumb they make baby faces look. So, Ali wins the match via disqualification. So, he's got his US title match because, from what you're telling me, Theory attacked him, the match ends, and Mustafa wins by disqualification. Yeah, but then, he, he even though he technically won through disqualification, Theory literally just said, you know what, I'll just give you a match right here, right now. Right, right. Okay, so mm-hmm. now... Austin Theory says the match is going to be right now. Mm-hmm. The ref is giving Mustafa Ali an option on if yep. he wants to wrestle. And clearly beaten down, he says yes. Yeah, bro. Bro, he was in a daze. He was just climbing up the fucking corner, just nodding his head. Fucking half passed out, just Dude, nodding his head. Yeah. Any baby face with a brain would say no. Because then you can at least get a week to <laughs> um, proceed. Uh, and then they have a little, like, four-minute match. And Mustafa Ali kind of starts off a lot of offense. It was like the baby face, like, come, come up where he just starts whooping ass. And then within four minutes, he just loses to Austin Theory. Austin Theory just starts celebrating because he just beat him. He just beat a downed man, obviously. And then Adam Pierce comes out. He tells uh, Austin Theory he should check his phone because he's got a message from Vince McMahon that Is there's that been least? a. <laughs> 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 Just saying that. Because you know what? You're released. But, Give me um... that belt. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, fucking Adam Pierce comes out and tells him that um that he's gonna give. Now that um, he wanted the the title match tonight, but uh, Mustafa Ali is gonna get a fair shot on Sunday at Hell in a Cell at the title match. Wow! <laughs> so they had a th- so, so what happened within like a twenty minute period was there was a contender match. Mustafa Ali technically won it via disqualification. The title match happened. He lost the title match. And then he gets a title match on Sunday. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. Why didn't you just have the man win the number one contender match? And then <laughs> on Sunday, you could just book the match. Because they got to fill TV time. <laughs> I guess, dude. I don't know why you couldn't just have... 
Tommaso Ciampa and Mustafa Ali, two guys who are very capable of having a 20-minute match. Have oh, a 20-minute yeah. match, fill up the TV time, and just book the match on Sunday. But no, we got to go through every fucking loophole in the system just yep. to get to this match. All right, man. Was that it for that? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, that was it for all that U.S. title <sighs> shit. I'm minus <clears throat> one brain cell after that. <laughs> oh, it's so man. extra. So it's needlessly so extra, extra, man. They just add so many needless steps to feeds, bruh. But uh, next up on Monday Night Raw. It was Matt Riddle and Shinsuke Nakamura Damian versus Priest. the Usos. Oh. <laughs> I <Damian> wish. <laughs> no, no Damien Priest. Damn it. Um, they started off by Riddle talking in the hallway, and the hallway was like lit up by like flashing lights for some reason. <laughs> it was fucking weird as hell. But uh, Riddle... Maybe, maybe he was on set. He probably was on set, bro. He probably Damian had strippers Priest. on deck. But um, Riddle says Riddle calls Shinsuke the Ronin, and he calls himself the Bronin, and then you know cuts a commercial, and then the match started, or the match, you know, all the entrances and shit started after that. The Usos came out, then Matt Riddle and Nakamura came out, and they just had a match with the Usos, bro. It was just a fucking Usos match. You know what I mean? Who, who won this match? I gotta see who won this match again. Was it the twos or the ones? <clears throat> oh, they, they, they were the ones. You know it was the ones. Yeah, oh, goddamn it. Hold on. I, gotta, I don't remember who won this match, though. I remember it was literally just the match. Oh, yep. It was uh, Shinsuke and uh, Riddle won the match. <clears throat> um, so, it was just a match. Uh, Champs lose on television. Love to yep. see it. And basically, the Usos are still doing the exact same thing. Somehow, they are still finding a way <clears throat> to face Nakamura and Riddle, bruh. They just put those two who lost their tag partners for a temporary period of time together. Oh, good lord. Yeah, and not to mention... Not to mention that Shinsuke Nakamura is a SmackDown superstar, so... yeah. Technically, I think even more. Literally, bro. I think someone mentioned this, and I think it might be true. I think this was the first time he's ever been on Raw. Oh yeah, he has been on SmackDown the whole time. Yeah, this was his Raw debut, technically ever, first ever, which is the match with the Usos with Riddle as his partner. Uh, see, these <laughs> are these are cool little things they can do to mm -hmm. help. You know, just make the show feel a little cooler. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, Nakamura's Raw debut against some big name. But nope. no. <laughs> All right, man. What do you got for me next? Is it over yet? No, there's two more things oh, that happen in the show. God. Only two. All right, One of them. let's hear it. Next up was Liv Morgan versus Rhea Ripley. What? <laughs> yep, man. What? Uh... So Liv Morgan comes out, and then you just hear just like rock noises. Oh. No, it wasn't even that. No. I think they they tried to match the same vibe as that song, but like bad. 
<laughs> but it was like a bad version of that song, bro. For a second, I was just like hearing noise. I thought she was using that song, but I was like, wait, that's not the song. They're just trying to make it sound like the song. Ray Ripley just comes out to this garbage-ass theme song, bro. The <laughs> only thing cool about Ray Ripley tonight was, you know how she always, like, draws something out of, under her eye? Yeah. She drew the, um, that, like, balance thing that the villain had tattooed on himself on Moon Knight. A little balance scale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had that on her little face. That, that was cool, bro. That's something I noticed. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Other than yeah. that, bro, lame as hell, bro. She just comes out, and they just proceed to have a match um i think finn was or i think aj was out there with the um Liv. fucking Liv morgan uh finn wasn't at the time that would come into play after the match man but i think he was out there if not i don't know why he came out there after the match but he had to have been out there in like ringside or something i really wasn't paying attention to this match bro but the match happens um let me let me see who won i think it was Liv morgan that one man, uh, I think, yeah, yeah, it, it was Liv Morgan. She won the match. I, I thought it was her. She won the match, man. Ray Ripley's pissed, man. So she starts beating her up after the match. And then, uh, fucking, uh, yeah. Mr. Threesome, um, oh, Priest yeah, comes out. Uh, Edge wasn't even on the show, actually. No. He didn't even make an appearance. So we <laughs> didn't even get to see, um, Mr. House of Copeland. I thought but, I um, knew him. You thought you knew him, bro. I never did. But you never did. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh. Uh, Priest starts to get in Liv Morgan's face because she kind of beat up Ray Ripley. She Ray Ripley tried to beat her up. Liv Morgan got her off her and like threw her off. Did he she hit would her? Just stand... No, he uh, got it. up in her face. <laughs> and uh. then uh, AJ came in the ring and like got in fucking Priest's face and then Priest started beating the fuck out of AJ. Damn. And then Finn came out and just beat the fuck out of um out of Priest and that was it. Are you telling me it was the numbers game? It was the numbers game, technically. Because Edge was just probably at home, probably still asleep after watching uh Double Double or Nothing last night. (laughs) Double or nothing hangover. Yeah, he probably took the weekend off like like we did for double or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he requested this raw. Why? They don't need to know. But he was watching double or nothing the night before. The the go home <clears throat> show, and the leader of the House of Dark Order is not even there. <laughs> House of Dark Order. <laughs> oh, dead. Uh... Yeah, so I was that fucking Finn just ended up beating up Priest, and that was just kind of it. The three baby faces just celebrated together. And then, wow. to end the show, this what is what ended. ended. Right, uh, it was sure. contract signing between Omas, MVP, and Bobby Lashley. Because earlier <laughs> in the night, MVP, it was a little backstage uh, interview. Uh, the, uh, I think Irish dude. I always forget his name. His name like Pat something. Uh Kevin Patrick. <laughs> Kevin Patrick. That's what the fuck his name is. So he had an interview with MVP where MVP picked his uh, stipulation for their match at um, Hell in a Cell. He picked a handicap match, him and Omos versus Bobby Lashley. So the main <laughs> event was the contract signing for that match. So 
Uh, it starts off with the the Bobby Lashley entrance, which has been dope. I love the Bobby Lashley entrance. I love how they yeah. do the podium thing. Yeah. Shit's always dope. And then Omos just comes out, big man, no fear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bro, what did they, bro, what did they fucking call this dude? Uh, dude, I wish I remember what the fuck they called Omos. Omos, oh, slump god. <laughs> <laughs> I think they didn't call him the Nigerian giant. I think they called him like the Nigerian skyscraper or something. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> bro, what some, the fuck they called is him that, the bro? Nigerian something. <sighs> oh, bro. But yeah. <laughs> so Mr. Big Man Ophia comes out and he's fucking. Oh. And they get in. Uh, he got, they sit down and they start talking. And MVP. Talks about he didn't want it to come to this, even though he's the one that turned, which made no sense. <clears throat> that um he was he was on top of the world. He made Bobby Lashley. He's the one that made him almighty. Shit, just repeating the shit he's been saying about Bobby Lashley. And then hey, just I'm the guy. It literally this segment started at like what what was it like forty forty five, um, so. He basically just signed it, and then, uh, fucking MVP's just still talking shit. He says something, it pisses Lashley off, he stands up, throws the table, or attempts to throw the table off the way. It gets stuck in, like, a vertical position, and then he has to throw it away a second time. <clears throat> and then I think they just, uh, ended up fighting, and, uh, Bobby Lashley got the upper hand against Omos. He beat him up and like threw him in the corner, and he was just, and Omos was just laying in the corner, and shit. And that's how Raw ended. Was just they just fought each other and it just went <laughs> off there. Who fucking cares about that feud that much to that do it, a contract signing and have it end the show? Literally, bro. Literally, that shit made no sense, bro. No sense whatsoever. <sighs> I think that was it. I'm almost positive that was it for for Raw. I want to check Twitter just in case I missed something. I'm pretty sure that was no, everything. No, yeah, you're right. Because when I uh, when I loaded it up, I seen Omos go through a table and then it went off air. Oh, yep, yep, that's what it. Okay, yep, that was Monday Night Raw, man. It was. It, it was Monday Night Raw, man. <laughs> that Dude. sounds so awful. <laughs> so bad what the hell bruh oh my god man i think the best worst part of raw was the u.s title ship just how how stupid it was but other than that it was just a bad show yeah i mean it just sucked not an ounce of good yeah i mean they they choose tonight to uh they choose tonight to you know go go out and throw a bunch of jabs at AEW. Meanwhile, they put on uh, a boring show from what I'm hearing. Exactly, bro. And out of all the jabs they like to throw at AEW, Jeff couldn't have mentioned something about MJF walking out. Or, yeah, what he, he could have said something like, oh, you're influencing guys to walk out. Or he could have said something about the MJF situation that you know he knows about. Yeah. He just says, your buddies tried to destroy what I tried to make here, like, bruh, that weak-ass jab, bruh, 
you could have said anything. You could you could have said you could have made a jab about um, them competing with uh, Dusty's creation of NXT or something. Nothing. Just throw that as a jab. Lame as hell, bro. Lame Monday Night Raw. <clears throat> yeah, man. There you have it. And that is <clears throat> the week of wrestling, man. Not too much to talk about. Not too much to no. talk about with Double or Nothing happening. Obviously, uh, yeah, if you guys did miss uh, the Double or Nothing review, that's live on the channel now. So you can hear our full thoughts on that. Go over the Hangman and Punk situation. Go over uh, pretty much everything, man. That's... Yeah, that was that was pretty much it, man. I, I don't really got much else to talk about, man. Nah, man. I, I think that yeah. Usually the episode the scripted after an AEW show, it's yeah. usually almost like pretty simple because nothing ever is happening on WWE TV. So that's and when that's all we have to talk about, it's just joking about Raw for an hour yeah. and a half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, man. That is um. Yeah, that's that's that though. Uh. So yeah, yeah man. That's pretty much everything so with that i guess that is going to do it for this edition of notorious unscripted man once again before we get out of here if you guys have not got the merch yet you can now find the official notorious heels podcast merchandise live on bonfire.com right now you can now uh pick up both of these shirt designs man on the left you got the base notorious heels podcast logo design and on the right you have the best kept secrets to the iwc shirt right there uh yeah man like i said it is at the top of the description of this video, also in the link tree to all my social medias, which you can find right below my face. So yeah, man. Mm -hmm. With that being said, with that being said, man, uh, yes, it's um, always, always, always a pleasure hanging out with you guys, man. Thank you to everybody who stopped by for my Johnny Mayhem. And I, Sir K. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Heels Podcast, man. That is going to do it for this edition <coughs> of Notorious Unscripted. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys yet again for a great weekend. Uh, great weekend. Great turnouts, man, for everything. Thank you guys for yeah. that. Uh, and overall, it's a great weekend with the news, Double or Nothing, and tonight, man. So thank you for everybody who stopped by and showed some love to your uh, Notorious Heels, man. We really appreciate it. Um, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart, man. Thank you guys, man. I can't thank you guys enough. Um, but yes, with that, that is going to do it, man. Please like, comment, and subscribe, and we will see you guys on Friday with the news. Peace.